for criminal acts and violence on the stage, for being a brat, refusing to act your age, for all the decent citizens you've enraged, you can go to hell. Mike never heard that. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I can't believe you never heard that, man. Alice, man, that's Alice. I just remember from Wayne's World the. That's a, you're not worthy. Yeah. You're not worthy. It's actually Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yes, I'm with you. Alice Cooper's got the best lyrics, man. Go. It's. It, uh, you're something. Fra- I, I do the Frankenstein. You're, song, you're something that never should have happened. You even make your grandma sick. And then there's um, you'd poison a blind man's dog and steal his cane. You'd gift wrap a leper and send him to your Aunt Jane. What the f- You've even force feed a diabetic a candy cane. And you can go to hell. Is that guy still alive? Yeah, he's freaking just did a whole thing. He's like on The Voice or something. He's got to be just like a frozen head at this point. Yeah, he is. There is no possible way all the, you know, how, how old is he? 70s. Man, he Dude, looks he's like been he's since before we were born. He was doing this shit. Yeah, man. But his lyrics rock. If you kind of go through, he's like the ultimate tongue in cheek kind of guy. Especially like the the crack addict Alice years were awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like special forces and stuff. Who do you think we are? Special forces in an armored car. He's got some really kind of crack addict crack addict Alice was fun years. Zipper, zipper, Most fun years. Yeah, zipper catches. So if you guys skin. want to have fun, go out and do some crack. Yeah, zipper catches skin. <laughs> That's an album. How'd you get the Franks above the beans or whatever? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, probably said that all jacked up. No, how'd you get right? That is it. How'd you get the Frank? There's one. Not yeah. Franks, Frank. One. Hey, you're listening to Frank and Mike of the Everyday Sniper. Mike from Mile High Shooting. And Frank from Sniper's High. The wild card. The wild card. We're going unscripted this one, guys. Yeah. We're just having fun. We're all together. We're just knocking it out. Yep. It, it, it's just... We had a couple a couple of two big podcasts, a couple serious ones, and now it's just time to... We're just going off the cuff. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to read yeah, off the... Through I don't have my script out, so... Um, we're just kind of, I'm letting my hair down. Winging it. My hair is down and out. Um, we're, we're winging it today. Uh, one question came in with the, talking about true in the BC uh, and with your apps. Your ballistic coefficient. Your ballistic coefficient. Understand something. That, that average that's on the box is just a starting point. It is not set in stone. It is adjustable. I have to ask this question because it's out there and everybody thinks that they have to stay true to that BC is, do you honestly think every single bullet is made exactly the same way every single time? Well, it, and it's not just that. Remember, it was tested out of their rifle under their conditions, under all that. So you may be pushing it different, harder, faster, slower, whatever the case may be. Even the, the match ammo that you get, do you think that they're using all the same powders? What if they ran out of powder? What, what are they going to go There's to? some blendeds. You know? But... Um, so you can go off the box as a baseline. When you look at your lab radars, your magneto speeds, they're giving us really, really good muzzle velocities. So what's the point of changing it? Back in the day when we were dealing with sky screens, right, we changed it because the sky screens were, were not always consistent. There was a plus or minus error factor in your muzzle velocity. Today, there's still a plus or minus error factor. It's just a heck of a lot smaller. But then you go into an app. And you change it, and it screws everything up in a lot of ways. 
by changing that value. It's like, what's the point of spending $600 on a lab radar if you're just going to change it by 50, 100 feet per second in your app? You just defeated the whole purpose of having that and spent that money. I mean, yeah, for load development and it got you in a certain place. But otherwise, I mean, you just threw your $600 away because your app, your $10 app changed it by 100 feet. So what you do is get your muzzle velocity, get your information, get your conditions, your Kestrel we talked about. You need to know the conditions, right? Then when you get out to distance, you want to true that information to match. You have to know your drop as close as you can to within a click on your scope. Make sure you're hitting point of aim, point of impact within that click. Then you're going to work that information back out to distance from distance, 1,000 yards, 800 yards in there. And you're going to tweak your muzzle velocity. If you're running faster, you might have to go up. If you're running slower, you might have to go down. And we talked about this in a previous podcast yeah, as we well. Yeah, we did, but people we, are asking. Yeah, and it, we didn't get into a grave detail about it because we just we want you to find a starting point. And now we've already we've we've been doing this long enough. Um, you've found the starting point, hopefully at this point. Yeah. And now we're getting you into that position where you can find the true number that you're looking for. Remember, we were talking about those fudge numbers to begin right. with. Right. So now we're trying Try to find that that true number. And and you need your drop. You need your information. Like field firing solution has a utility in it that I'll use sometimes so I can put my numbers into it and then go to field firing solution and put that in and it'll give me a corrected BC, you know, uh, so I can do things like that. But it it's, tends to work better than just adjusting muzzle velocity. Then your muzzle velocity adjustment would be smaller. Um, you know, so one of the other things Mike and I were talking about is Hornaday's Fordoff. A uh, question came up with the Alaskan guys, the precision rifle, because I was an advocate of Tresol. And right now, Tresol is not being supported by Desert Tech. They have lost the developer. And so it's like, well, where do you go? And, and we talked about this with a couple companies. But, you know, when, when one minute they're supporting a product or, or something, and then the next minute the support is lacking, what do you do? Well, you got to go to a bigger company with a bigger support structure, and that's Hornaday for us. Fordoff. It's free. The app's on your phone. The data's in there good. They're constantly updating it. Yes, and it doesn't use a BC. It's a form factor. So you're using the numbers that are in their system, and that's limited. I get it. They're working on it. But you, you, you're you using a form factor because the BC way of doing business is not right. So we're all about the Hornaday Fordoff. Uh, this also came up and goes back to Hornaday. People are asking Coriolis in Osvash. A lot of it, your vertical is Osvash. Your left and right is Coriolis, okay? And they all combine it under one. Well, Hornaday did this ground effects testing, and they found that the offset was equivalent to 15 feet per second SD in your load. So at 1500 meters. So if your load had 15 feet of standard deviation and you shot a target at 1500 meters, the effect you see from your variation in muzzle velocity would be the equivalent of what Coriolis is gonna do. Inside 1500, please don't start throwing numbers at us and pretending you're gonna see it because you're not good enough and you're not gonna see it. I don't see it, okay? And I shoot every friggin' week. I'm shooting tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'll shoot far tomorrow. 
I'm not putting in Coriolis. I turn all that stuff off in these apps. And your Fordoff calculator is going to be based off of the Doppler effect. Yeah, it's Doppler, man. That's what you want. You want that number. You're just talking about lab radar a lot, and that's based off the Doppler effect. So that is two, Doppler. It's just yeah. per, it's personal Doppler. It's smaller. Yeah. But Radio detecting and ranging. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things. Tweak the BC by using it at distance. So you want that 800 or beyond. You want it to get it to match up to those distances versus when guys are doing BCs for companies, it's at 300 yards. And the most some of them will do is subload. What they'll do is they'll actually slow it down and have it at just over supersonic. So when it gets to 300 yards, it's going transonic. And then they're measuring that way. We don't want to do that. We, Hornaday's taking it out to like 800. I think it's seven or 800 is where they're trued, mm -hmm. they're average for. Yeah. So and instead of a three... There's, like you look at those other systems and it seems like it's just more theory than yeah, actual it's events. A, it's a lot of computer work. It's a lot of uh, extrapolating the information. A lot of smart dudes though. Yeah, they're smart. And, and, but that's not how we work. True yeah. it for you. True the BC for you and your system. You will find life is so much better if you fix that BC. BC and muzzle velocity errors are the, probably the biggest mistakes we see with apps. And here's the other thing. You can't take a number out of your computer, whether it's the library or whatever, and then say, I have to use G7 and change it. Guys are taking G1 BCs and changing the value to G7. Doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. The number, if the number is like 0.3 and smaller, it's probably G7. If it's 0.4 or bigger, it's probably G1. You know, there, there's there's more technical ways to kind of, I'm breaking it down Barney style for us here. But if you have like a 0.245 for your 308, that's G7. If you have a 0.496, that's G1. You can't say 496 and switch the computer to say G7. That's not how that stuff works. So, so bust out your Ford off calculators here uh, in that Hornady app. Hornady app. Yeah. Free. 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 And it should be the first option. It'll say Ford off. It'll be uh, four degrees of freedom. That's your calculator punch on that. And I'm going to assume that you've already loaded a gun into it. So I'm going to go to my AX308, which I was playing around with. And when you're setting up your gun, you can go into the edit button or you can go and, you know, bust out your favorite. Um, you can set this up so you can personalize this gun. You can tell this program exactly what rifle it is, what optic it is when, that you're using on it, what bullet it has a bunch of. It has a bunch of different uh, type of bullets, not just Hornady stuff. Right. It has it has federal and yeah. I wonder well. how the Warner's gotten there. Gee, go figure, because they're in there. Warner Tools. You can set your load for custom. You can put your case, your primer, your overall cartridge length, all that stuff into here, and have a. Hard copy backups. Absolutely. And then US standard is what I have everything set. And my results are going to end up in uh, in mil radian. Mills. 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 So then I go back and I select my rifle. So you have, you can edit your, um, your environment or you can link it to a Kestrel. So this is where your Kestrel, I believe it's the 5500, is going to come into play. If it has a ballistic program in the Kestrel already, you're going to have trouble if you if you can even link it to this. I haven't had any success doing that, pairing a weather meter to it and actually having success in getting a like applied ballistic style 
uh, Kestrel linked to my Ford off. So what you want is the basically the cheaper of the two. You want the one that's just grabbing the atmospherics for you, not necessarily one that has a built-in range card or anything like that. And you can uh, grab that information. You can you don't even have to pair it. You can enter the information as you see fit. You can set it to default. You can change the altitude, the pressure, temperature, humidity, all that stuff. But make sure you enter that in and save it. If you don't save it, it's going to result back to what it was before. Mm -hmm. When we had a, a class in September, and this is when I first started using Ford Off, I needed to become a believer in it. And I had my... Kestrel Horus running, I had the Ford off running, and then I was going based off of somebody else's ballistic program. I was watching what they were doing because we were all shooting the same caliber. We were all shooting 308s. So we had set our system up to the day prior. The next morning, we had a challenge that we had to shoot. Mm -hmm. And I was I was the last one to shoot in the, in the pack, and there was like five or six guys in front of me, and I'm watching them miss up, down, up, down, up, down. And I was like, what's going on here? Like I watched them shoot all day yesterday and they were doing just fine. Right. So I grabbed my phone and I pulled up my Ford off and I was like, oh, that's yesterday's information. So I got my Kestrel, you know, got that information and I had just enough time to where it was my turn to shoot. And I was the only one to make the first shot of the day. So I was like, okay, guys, here's yeah. what I did differently and passing that information on. And the, 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 when you show up, the first thing you want to do, like I talked about in the wind one, is get your information from a Kestrel. And read the wind for the two minutes and set up. You can set your rifle up. You get everything on. You get all your stuff down. You, you, you know, arrange your furniture how you want. Get get your feet all ready. And then run your, your stuff for two minutes. Put it all together. Make sure you understand what's going on. Then those first three rounds of the day. I like that, day, what you did with that episode. The, um, yeah, the get three. first three are the mine. The first three are mine. After that, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Give me the first three. Follow a format, follow a method, write your information down and understand where those first three rounds went. If you stick to the plan, you'll get that better that much faster. Then you can do continue on with your practice. So once you save your results from that screen, you can go into the main screen. It's basically where you're entering cause and effect of what's going on right now. So you have your shooting angle. You just punch that first button onto your shooting angle and then tilt your phone in the direction that you're shooting. What I've done with mine is I'll get behind the gun and I'll put my phone on the top of the turret, angle my gun to where I'm shooting, and then attempt to try to capture that. Capture it. Yeah. So once you get that capture button. That's your slope angle, you right? Can, yes. Yeah. That's your slope angle, but you can also override it at the bottom. There's an override button and it'll ask you what angle you want to put in there so you can go off of zero, the, yeah. whatever. So if, if, Usually if you, you need can't 10 get your degrees, phone straight, yeah. right. if you can't Usually, get your phone straight, just enter in the... Usually you need 10 degrees for the angle to play in, but because of the way the Hornaday app is, look at their video, go to YouTube, search Hornaday's videos, find their true range zero. Look at that true range zero and run the true range zero method. Put that into your calculator, then put it in these exact numbers and see if things tune up a little bit. Yeah, if you know it lines I mean? up, cool. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we put a lot of generic numbers in and I, I'm guilty of it. I, I talk in, in whole numbers, but there are fractions in there can matter. And so, you know, when I'm talking whole numbers, I'm giving you examples, but these, this software especially, remember, this is, this is Ford off, man. This is the upgrade from point mass. And so all that other stuff you're running is point mass, three doff with sort of like 
upgrades and widgets put in on top of it, layered. You know what I mean? Basically. And if you if you find that something's not lining up, let's say you've you've done your calculations, you entered in all the information that you think is correct, and then you go and pull the trigger and something is off. Go back and check that shooting angle. Go back and check. Check the, you too. Yeah, Make check sure. yourself. Mm -hmm. And if it's don't wreck yourself, check yourself. <laughs> But check all of that data and make sure that it's actually zeroed out and you're not using inches instead of yards. Or, yeah, you know. make sure you save it. Like I said, we do we, we, we fat finger things a lot and, and you got to double check to make sure you don't. I got little bitty fingers and stuff and my carny hands. <laughs> you know. So what you can do on here also is find your firing azimuth. So That's your Coriolis. All the, uh, all the gray buttons on that app are the ones that you can touch and then you can start to adjust. So you can find the proper solution. So you're going to move it around and then the the uh, the compass that's in your phone is going to give you that information. If you're standing inside of a metal building, chances are something's going to be jacked up. But for the most part, if you're out in the field, you're not standing in a metal building, check out that compass. And then you can also, again, you can override it and tell it exactly if you're shooting off of like a military style uh, compass and you're like, okay, this is my azimuth that I'm actually using. So yeah, I override mean, that, capture it, do whatever you have to do and cancel out of here. So then right below that, you're going to find your wind speed. I've already set my distance. My distance is 500. You can push on it. You can scroll it. You can do whatever. So on the on the white and red bars is where you can actually just move it up and down and find the, the right HUD. thing. Yeah. It's going to HUD, the slider Basically. like a HUD for some of your other ones. Or you can tap it and enter in your actual you know distance. So going into wind speed, you're actually going to have to just move that one around. I don't think you can. Some people had commented that they couldn't they they were amazed the date ranges for this stuff. You know, the first time we shot G7 was 1940. The 1950s is when point mass was written and what they used to, you know, it's for space and stuff, artillery space, all that thing. Remember, there is no bullet with point mass. Point mass, the bullet doesn't exist in that equation. Then you go to 66 and you're at Fordoff now. That is the most modern software out there other than, like I said, Trace Southfield Firing Solution and Cold Bore are from the 80s. Okay, that was when Pestia kind of tweaked on his stuff. And, and those pieces of software are the newest. And it's they're a lot more robust. They need a lot more horsepower behind them. Unfortunately... Traceall was the only phone option, and Traceall still works great. I'm not down on it, but they're not updating it like they were. I still use Traceall. I had to uninstall it, reinstall it to get it to work with an Apple update, but that is going to be your most modern engine under the hood. Your next most modern engine, and is free, is your Fordoff. Then from there, you're going down to your ballistics, your applied ballistics, your shooters. Those are all the... the, the you know, and most people will tell you, they'll tell you it's good enough. It's good enough for what we're doing. It's accurate enough. They have all these kind of like caveats in there or all these qualifiers, I guess is a better way of putting it. They use a lot of qualifiers when they talk this about this. This is where your data book comes into play. Right. And that's why I'm saying write it down and do all that stuff. But uh, the Hornaday Ford off for the Alaskan guys who want to know where you go, Hornaday Ford off, it's free. That's where we're going to go in 2018 when I'm talking software. It's going to be cold bore on a desktop and it's going to be Ford off on your phones. So we have earth-based effects. That's it right have, there. Yep, and then we have wind. And this is wind from. So as you set your firing position, so your firing azimuth, that is your 12 o'clock. 
do not get confused on you know where north is. We right. all know where that's at. Your firing position is 12 o'clock. So this wind is based off of your 12 o'clock. So if it's coming from your right side, swap it over, grab that little thumbprint and hit it over onto the 90 degree. If it's coming from the left side, it's 270, 180, zero, so on and so right. forth. If it's quartering at you, put a quarter in it. But this is based off of your firing direction. You know what the, the money little thing is? Here's the little, here's the Terry Cross trick. I don't know if Terry listens or not. Terry's the rock star. And back in the day when Terry's winning out, he probably still does it. I think I saw it recently on one of his rifles. A little piece of yarn on his barrel. And that, wind at the muzzle. Wind at the muzzle. <laughs> and what he's doing is that's giving him that direction from the muzzle. You know what I mean? So he has that little tiny piece of yarn there. And that's giving him that fine-tuned direction in reference to where the gun's pointing. So you'd almost, like Micah talked about, you'd like almost... a windsock. Right. It is a windsock. You'd almost lay your, your phone, if you're using an app, on your turret. And you'd use the compass based on that. Now, you got I don't know how it works with metal with a... I don't know how your phone compass works as far as metal goes. I think it uses the GPS, doesn't it? It so might. So it shouldn't affect it. But anyway. I'm calling Samsung after this. Call I mean, Samsung. Yeah, I'm going to call know. Apple. Tim Cook, tell me what the answer is. Fucker. I heard he answers you too if you answer him. But anyway. Oh, really? you're Yeah, I heard he does. But anyway, you're, you're basically going to look at your scope turret and you're going to look at your muzzle and you're going to base your angle direction off of that. And that's what you're going to put in because the app is really good with giving you that fine-tuned, minute direction adjustment, which will matter. You know, that's why I say the, 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 the apps struggled. Ooh, excuse me. Burped. The apps struggled a bit with wind because we can really fine-tune that to such a degree that most of us don't do. So it's worth spending that two minutes that I talked about while it's doing that to fine-tune your phone. Let the Kestrel be looking at your, your numbers and you registering that information. Well, you can set up the distance on your phone in the directions and all. But um, that question's come up quite a bit, kind of repeating what I said uh, on some of that. So at the bottom of the page now, you have view full table. And the cool thing about this is you can put your max range in. I'm going to say my max range is 800 yards. I'm not shooting outside of 800 yards today. But I want to do intervals of five. Five yards. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to put my intervals in there, and it's going to give me all the way on the left side. It's going to give me my range. And then at the top, you can always verify that information because you've input these variables or you've actually uh, downloaded them from your mm -hmm. Kestrel. So you're pairing a Kestrel weather meter. doesn't have to have software in it. In that's the one we're pairing. Oh yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> it was the top one. I was almost killing my battery because I was plugged in the wrong plug. Should have told you all the switches on the bottom. Bottom to the switch. Yeah, I, I should know that. I was a licensed electrician back in another <laughs> life. Anyway, so you 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 want to make sure that your um you you're getting a Kestrel. Is DA is the minus one. And look at the refurbs and look at some of their older models that are on their website. There's like kestrelmeter.com and you can get some older ones for pennies on the dollar. So you don't have to go for the big 5700s and things like that. All you need is the wind meter and the versions that do density altitude. Pair that with the Fordoff. You're going to put your current conditions in there and then you're going to pull it and, and let Hornaday do the work for you. Hornaday's doing all that with the Doppler. Doppler's money. 
and we're happy, man. So we got some trajectory results here. And again, we're in increments of five yards. So don't get confused and think that the top number is your 100 yard zero. That's not what it asked. <laughs> no. No, it, it, you, it asked you where you wanted to start. And we started at the five yard mark and we're moving up to 100 here. So I'm just going to scroll up to 100 and that'll put us at total come up of, of zero, yeah. a value of zero. We got windage. We got gyro. What's gyro, Frank? That's their spin drift. So, and then no wind trajectory. That's gyroscopic drift. Aerodynamic bullet jump in MRADS, wind drift in MRADS, spin drift, velocity feet per second. So this is pretty important too for you hunters out there. So you got your velocity, your energy, and your time of flight. So this gives you all the information that it can possibly give you, more information than you probably need. need. It, it, it's a robust program for free, man, and they did a good job on it. So, I, I, like I said, I told people, you know, I went there, I shot across their Doppler, I got a class on them, you know, the whole thing. Not software class because it wasn't out yet, but I got this background on what they were doing for the software. The software was available, I got a basic class, but the app wasn't out at the time. So we did it sort of manually versus the app when, when we did it. But we went through all this and I brought my rifles, I shot their stuff, I had a mix of my ammo and their ammo. And, and we shot it across their Doppler. Uh, I, I've mentioned this several times. I mean, my 21-inch AW with the 260, they tracked it to 2200. You know, we, we modeled that out there. And so they, these guys are, are on it. And, and don't be afraid because it's free. You should embrace yep. the freedom. And then every, almost every single screen that you come across in here, you can save results in it. So... Basically, you know, we kind of gave you just kind of a basic rundown of this program. It's very advanced, um, but it's very simple to use. And that's the best part is I don't want something that's, you know, going to take an engineer to figure out. I need something that I need a firing solution right now, and this is going to give it to me. What you need to do is actually go in and start messing with these numbers to find the, the proper solution that's going to work for you. And also remember, you know, every time you touch a button, you may have to save something to get that data to, to work for you. Otherwise, it's just going to result back to its default settings or whatever it was previous to what you were doing. Yeah, all good stuff. Hi, Robin. She said to you, we were, as we were talking, Robin was like, I love the podcast. I don't oh, know who Robin nice. is, but she's nice. Thanks, Robin. Hey, Robin. We get. I tell you what, the response has been fantastic. I, I, I'm, I'm still blown away uh, of, of what we're getting. I did put that little video up on YouTube um, of the beginning of the wind. It's actually that's pretty cool. It was like a different that. version. That was version three. That picture in the background was the one that we were talking about that Frank got in Vegas. Yeah. So I, the, all the I, I set that up. That's the Marine sniper team. That's a sniper class one seventeen. Uh, Phil and those guys. I really appreciate them. Uh, they might be listening out there. But 1-17, and what you can't see in that picture is they're hauling all their gear. You can see the rucks, the pig saddles, all the stuff on Chem there. Lights, Chem lights. Chem lights, and all, they're at night. They're doing a march. There's an anchor chain. They're all, and they don't, you know, instead of logs, they're doing an anchor chain. So those guys all have an anchor chain going over their shoulders. So they're lined up carrying an anchor chain. And, 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 and you know, I think we're all chained together and in, in unified in, in this. So it's, it's a fantastic uh, picture. And I really appreciate the Recon Sniper Association, our foundation. It's Recon Sniper Foundation, Scout Sniper Association. I get my... Get it right, Frank. I get it. My brain is broke as I get older, man. 
Well, you just got all this information I jammed do, up in there. Is. I'm like, I was ah. I was listening to you talk about this stuff the other day, and I was thinking the same thing when I was like, well, I need to, uh, what's this part number? And it's like, something important just fell out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I need I need to get that back yes. now. Yeah. I can't do the part number, guys. I don't know what model spur I'm using. They always, it, now, you get, is it 3,000 numbers, 30 millimeter and four thousands or 34 correct okay whatever there, that's as much as i know so actually to break it down because uh, there's so one, you, you have <laughs> there's really no rule of thumb it just kind of bounces around but the general rule of thumb is the first number is going to be the tube size so if it's an sp dash first number is going to be the tube size so if it's if it's three it's 30 mil if it's 30 or if it's four, four it's 34. 34 so the second number is going to be your moa built into the mount so if you have six mils you have 20 moa so a 3601 is their lowest mount without cantilever and with 20 moa Holy built shit. in see don't talk anymore yeah. i'm gonna forget i'm, gonna, no, I'm gonna, my, get... <laughs> gonna forget how to turn the damn computer on and off so if you're looking for a cantilever one you're looking for the third number which is either going to be a one or a two. Oh, there you go so now you guys learned something today, yeah. and I learned something that I didn't even know. And stop trying to fit the U.S. optics as low as you can in a spur mount. It doesn't work. It's just not you need the T-PAL, right? The, the so you can use a beast mount, but it has to be a 34 mil mm -hmm. uh, tube on the actual scope. So with a T-PAL and a 30 mil, you're screwed, dude. Don't even don't even bother. Yeah, I get I get ring height size questions all the time. We have a ring height calculator on Sniper's Hide in the dude. Floor. I'm a ring height calculator. Are you? Yeah. I'm, I. I don't care. I got an adjustable cheek. You need one and a half inches high if you're if you got a full length uh, yeah. rail, and if you don't have any rail in front, then you just get as low as you can. Work. One four four will work. Mm -hmm. uh, depends on the 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 size of the objective. Yeah. So now we're talking fifties, fifty sixes. Come on, man. Yeah, keep Dude, up. I don't even know how to order lunch now. Scope caps. Scope caps. You gotta think gotta about fit those. those in there. Back in the day, everybody used covers. to have them. Uh, shaved off on the bottom because they mm -hmm. never could fit them i see a few of those come in every now and then i mean if you got the shitty butler creeks on your uh on your brand new schmidt, uh, schmidt and bender mm -hmm. then you know you can get like 135 137 high and you'll be fine it'll barely yeah. even get to the rail you can fit a piece of paper underneath it but if you're if you're going you know bigger caps or something like that you're gonna have to jump it up to 1.5 and there's no problem with that i mean your height over bore is not affected by it but, yeah that was i i, I, I kind of stuck that youtube up there and did that and it's like i said that that youtube video isn't the same as the podcast because i took no, four yeah, tries no, not, yeah i did four tries i, I like i said i was having i liked up. how you put actual range video in there too oh yeah yeah the that, that was pretty cool i actually watched that this morning i didn't even notice that was, it was some edit on, point i didn't even notice it was on facebook and i was like that doesn't look right what is that and i clicked on it and i was like oh look at i, I think i might have stuck my finger in my nose or something so i had to cut pieces out <laughs> Cause like I, I I was like I'm like scratching my head and picking my nose and pulling like my underwear out of my butt, so I had to um I had to put something in the edits so you didn't see me doing Frank stuff thinking the camera's not watching me so and then jumping back and forth between videos yeah like, okay I got it all out of my system Move I kind of feel bad I mean that one was such a I I screwed that one up so many times that I actually used my iPad for reference. Because I was I was working off that's a class PowerPoint I was working off of when you see me on the iPad. How many things are you actually doing when you're doing one of these solo ones? Like it, it I can hear your dog's uh, your chain. Yes, his his background. His, um, What's his name? Um, uh, Wilson. I call Mister Fuzz. Mister Fuzz. Mister Fuzz. 
um, his 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 license, his tags, yeah. jingle. So he's there with me upstairs. When I got my earbuds in and I'm listening to it, and I hear that, I start looking around. Grab for him jingling, yeah. Mr. Fuzz. And you know what's funny? Anybody who calls me, he knows I'm on the phone. So he's like super respectful. But then when I'm getting off the phone and I'm saying goodbye, he speaks up. Mm. He'll be like, woo, woo, woo. You know, because he talks a lot. He's schnauzer in him. And so as soon as I'm hanging up and saying goodbye, he like says goodbye too. He's like, woo, woo, woo. And so I call Mr. Woo, woo, woo all the time because that's how he talks. So you're doing multiple things? You're doing the podcast and writing stuff out? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm usually like on the computer and... If you look over my left shoulder, there's my Mac Pro because you can see the speaker. Mm-hmm. That's my real computer over there. And then I have the laptop, which we're doing on now. So there's actually two computers on that little desk I'm sitting at. One I'm going to get rid of. Um, my Mac Tower, my old silver tower is there, but it's not. You guys should see the the technology that he's bringing to the table. Every time oh, he's, he's got something new and new he's like, hey, check out this new gadget. And yeah, he'll I'm, bring it in and we'll, we'll fuck with it a I'm, little bit. I'm definitely into um, investing in good stuff. And even in this. That's what I, honestly, that's one of the, the biggest things that I like about you is I, I get to talk to people from across the country and I get to hear this term all the time, old school. Mm-hmm. Basically, what that means to me is I'm not going to change anything that I'm going to do. Gas is still 95 cents a gallon. I can fill up my pockets with 22 shells for 35 cents. Like, that's all I mm-hmm. hear. And it's like, dude, you got to move forward. You got to try something new. Oh, I'm not going to change old habits, you know. Blah. Okay, fine. Then you're not really into what we're we're doing. You're into your own thing, and you want to do it your way. And I I get that, and yeah. I understand it. But the one thing that I do like about you is that you're like, okay, here's the new thing. Here's what we're doing. Yep. Let's do it this way. And you have to appreciate that because otherwise we'd be doing stuff back from the 1950s that you're always talking about with these old programs and moving into like going back to the Ford off. You know, that's a new program, and they're, and yeah. they're implementing a lot of cool stuff. And it's going to give you better data than what the theory is from something else that's decades old. I'm, I'm, I embrace modern tech when I can and when it helps. And for this stuff, like we're doing a technical thing with either video or the podcast, making sure it sounds good, making sure I'm, I know what I'm, you know, what's going on. I can clean it up. I can do what I have to. I invest in kit, man, and in, 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 I research a lot of it. I'm out there researching podcasts. Like on my computer right now is three videos on just how to make these things sound good. And I reference them. I I think it's been getting better. Like the last two that I listened to that you did solo, I was like, dude, that sounds good. How come we never sound that good together? What's going on here? I realized that the mic wasn't relinking because I was taking everything apart and putting it. It was what you said. It didn't save my original configuration. So here I'm thinking I'm working off of this really cool mic here. And it's just a prop at this point. It was a prop. I was using the mic on the uh, on the computer. And then I realized, well, wait a minute. If I come on and off, I have to go back into hardware and tell it I'm using the good stuff again. Mm. And so that's what... But yeah, my, my Mac... So it was our fault, guys, basically. It was. No, it was sound-wise, it was right. It just <laughs> had an echo. It. No way. It had an <laughs> echo, but that was not the same... Because the volume... I'm going to apologize for both of us. Bullshit, man. I do hard (laughs) limits at minus three. And they're saying podcast volume. I saw a kid yesterday. let it go, Frank. No way. I ain't letting it go. Fuck. So there was a dude that said minus 16 was the right place for a podcast. And we're like recording at minus 12 to minus six. 
And the dude was like, no, you want minus 16 for a podcast? I'm like, no way, they'll never hear it. But that keeps us where we are right here. Yeah, this whole time we watch a sound bar. Yeah, we watch sound, we were watching like, sound waves. Yeah, we are watching sound waves. We're watching a, a sound bar and it's got to be in the yellow. Yep. And so I, I'm trying to bring quality to you guys, and which I think translates and why so many people are listening. It's nice to listen to. Yeah. People are asking me, you know, why I'm not happy. The, the New Zealand guy, when I did the podcast, we got into a camera discussion and he's like, you're not satisfied with just putting like a GoPro out in front of you and calling it good. And I'm like, no, no, man, I got equipment. I got, I, I'm investing time into color grading. I'm investing time into cleaning up. There's well, yeah. Guy. You want to like, when I'm watching a 1080p TV, I don't want to watch something that's no. like, you know, Shit. like from the seventies and all grainy and everything. I want something new. I want something fresh. I don't even watch movies before 2000. No, because no. they're shitty. Yeah, because they yeah. suck. And he don't, he don't want the... Bu- Here's the other... What people don't realize. There's guys out there on YouTube that, that have huge followings that do... You know, they're, they're successful in their own way. If I went home from the range and saw footage that looked like what they put out as far as their fundamentals go, their trigger control or their body position, I would throw it away. And I do. Because I was telling them um, in the podcast where if I get tired or if I don't wear my glasses, I'll close my left eye because I'm left eye dominant and I have to cut off that information. And when I get tired, in order for things to work, I have to close that left eye. And if I'm being lazy and crazy, but I'll still have a camera on me, if I see I close my left eye in a video, I throw it away. There's mistakes that I make out there on the range that I see. Toss it. I like that. She's Ariel. Mm-hmm. Ariel rocks. Come here. Come here. I want to talk to you. Does she want to say hi? Uh, you want to say hi to the world? Tell, no, you no. don't want to say hi to the world? Not even a little bit? There's people all over the world. You know? And they're listening to you us. She's dressed like hi. Ariel right now. Little yeah. Mermaid. I'm a fan. Say thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> there she goes. She's on it. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm pretty critical of how i do stuff so makes for good shit i guess yeah <laughs> i'm having fun yeah man it, it, it's actually a lot of fun it's easier too than doing video i still edit this up and all that but okay thank you i love you bye-bye little kids now mean to get my ipad and <clears throat> headphones and they're off dude and they, it, it, she by the time she's like, I don't know, seven years old, she'll probably be more technologically inclined than you are. We are telling you. I have to study. Like I said, I study hard. Now I'm learning all this new software for the hide. That the, I, I actually saw just now when we were pulling some stuff up, There's there's uh, our logos are in place. So they're working on the hide as we're talking. Hide looks good, man. I, I, I told you, I wasn't ever really on the hide. Like I've, I've well, had you a came login. Later. You yeah. showed up late. You showed up in the Facebook years. Mm-hmm. So. And it... Like I, I reference stuff, I go back and forth too because I get a lot of questions from there too. A lot of the guys that we do business with have always been on the hide, or mm-hmm. you know, they're like, "Hey, I'm from the hide. I get to, you know, hey." Wh-. And we do give a, a sniper side, yeah, yeah sniper side discount. Discount, you know. And I, I was talking to the boss earlier. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and I want to do something for you guys too. So everything that is on sniper side that you guys get a discount for uh the everyday sniper you guys get your five percent discount tell too. them tell them you're tell them you're a listener when you call mike yep. uh 303 ask for mike and say where's my everyday sniper discount fucker. i like to track that stuff so yeah he does yeah. he's always letting me know when people are coming in and talking and stuff i'm i'm a bit hands-off i answer a little bit but mike does a lot of the social media 
answering questions unless I say it's Frank. I try to post something up every now and then, get a discussion going. And you guys are doing a great job in mentoring the the younger guys, or not the younger guys, but the guys just getting into this stuff. And I like to ask that question too, even for personal preference. I want to know what everybody's up to. And that's why I go to these shoots too, is I want to see what people are using. So if it's conducive to the type of shooting that we're doing and we can get it in the store, we get it in the store because the only stuff we carry is stuff that we use. Yeah. I mean, matches and training are your two best things to flush out gear. You know, you're going to go in order to learn how something's working, especially if you hear somebody's got something you want to see, go flush it out. It it works out good. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up with training as well. Uh, Not just the classes, but if you're if you're following the detachment Facebook and I'm going to share it a lot on the everyday sniper as well. But we have a a fitness expert that's coming in, uh, Stacey Bosset, and she's going to be giving some hot tips. So if you guys are looking at that that new calendar year and you want to do something for yourself and you want to get in the calendar. Come on, man. <laughs> I won't get in trouble. I don't work for you I know. guys. Don't get me in trouble. Uh, but she's going to be Stacey. she's going to be doing uh, this this fitness, mental and physical fitness stuff. And I talked to her a little bit yesterday. So a lot of cool stuff's coming down the pipe. Just stay tuned, pay attention to what's going on and do something for yourself. Don't underestimate that. I mean, the mental side for sure. We talked about that. But the physical side, I mean, get your cardio up. Zombie land, man. Cardio. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it definitely helps to keep you going for these matches and stuff. Even training, man. We we find you only can do so much training without burning people out. So you have to be really careful in how you, you know, you run people through this because it beats you up. It, it's a lot harder. It's work. I, I guarantee, I, and I'll pledge this to somebody. There's a bunch of guys listening who are coming to our March class. When you're done on Monday and you're back home, post on the Everyday Sniper if you feel it. I guarantee you will, but let us know if you feel the weekend or not. And we're only doing three days. I mean, there's some, you know, six, seven day classes out there. And we used to do that down at RO still does it. But I used to run the PR one and two with them, which was six days. It's a lot, man. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of shooting. That's a lot of time. It to is. me, three days is about perfect. So that's why we stick to that three day. And then the Alaska guys get two day unless they do the back to back. Every now and then I get somebody that's like, well, why don't you guys do, uh, you know, like a two week program? And it's like, do you guys understand how much physical labor is actually involved in a two week yes. program? Oh my God. Not just on the students, but on the instructors as well. Dude, it's we're like, not in the army. Two yeah. weeks. What the fuck? That's a long time, man. Three days is just right. Three- there's, there's a five day course that our training detachment does offer for the military law enforcement guys. We haven't got into any of that stuff. No. But uh, on the civilian side, three days, I'm telling you, like Frank said, you'll, you'll feel it. And I used to train troops uh, when I was working for the DOD and Department of the Air Force and stuff. And, you know, a two week course that we would put on, we're running around in body armor, uh, blowing stuff up, shooting at stuff, you know, for 12 hours a day. That is no joke, man. As in, you know, we're out there running with these guys and in this class, we're going to be out there hanging out with you guys and, and helping you with your wind calls. And, you know, there's a lot of mental fitness that has to go into our part too, because we have to convey this information to you, but we have to convey it in such a way that you get it. We had a Canadian, I want, it's the, the high speed guys from Canada. We're down in Texas. This is funny. We're talking about that. So I'm like in my 40s. I don't even know how old I was at the time. Might have been 45 or something, maybe a little bit younger. But I'm in my 40s. So we have this team of high-speed elite SF guys. And we used to do this um, on Friday. You did the like the long obstacle course. One guy in the morning, we get up, we get him prepped. And then basically everything we did all week, you do on Friday in, in a run. 
So you start at the bunkhouse and you would run the almost the entire property of rifles only. A fast guy would do it in 45 minutes. Okay. Well, it was just at that one, at this one class, it was just Jacob and I. So I had to run between the guys mm. at the, like the O course to like this one part by the tower. And it was probably six, 800 yards that I had to run back and forth. So I was going to go on the four wheeler. So I'm going to just chase him with the four wheeler as a, kind of a safety guy. So we're giving a brief, we're talking about it. And Jacob's like, Hey man, you're going to, you're going to be on the four wheeler and follow him. And then one of the, the SF guys turns to me and he goes, you're not going to um, ride the four wheeler, are you? I'm like, well, not like, now. Oh, shit. Not now that he said something, I'm not. And, you're like, and I end up running these things like, oh, man. People wonder, like, I'm all hyped up. And, and you're at belly button height with these guys. Yes. And they're taking strides that you're going to, I got to cover, like, three strides with one of his. But that's, you know, you had to be a PT. It's like, yeah, Taylor's there. Mark it. Taylor's listening. Fuck, man, if you couldn't PT, you weren't going to be in stay. That was the thing, man. You had to run. You had to do this. Oh, guess what? Got to run today? Get your flak jackets, boots and utes, dudes. It's like, fuck. And so down there, man, I chase everybody and do these these long classes where their final op is, you know, 45 minutes per guy. And uh, it, it, it can get kind of tiring. So fitness is and a big part of and it. And you're doing it week after week after, after week, week after yeah. week. And it does. It wears I'd be you smoked. Out. Yeah, you go down there and pass out for a day, sleep a whole day, and then come back and recover. But anyway, I think we're cool, man. Let's um, wrap this guy up. And yeah, absolutely. We, we, got, we knocked out some good ones. And I appreciate all you guys, all the response. Uh, again, for reloading stuff, the Reloading Depot at Sniper's Hide is awesome. People were asking me about reloading details. Don't forget about local resources, too. Yes, please. We do the local. Um, give back. Manners when you go to matches, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't, don't be an, be an ugly American, dude. This it's is... just a rifle match. I guarantee you, 30 days after you leave, no one will remember who came in second. So don't sweat the matches, dude. But be the right kind of person. Be there because you want to be there and challenge yourself and your yeah. fundamentals of marksmanship. You're, you're validating your training. You're using it to gauge your progress. You're not there to compete against the other guys. You're here to help the community. Yes. Supporting the community. It's down right now, man. I'm telling you, there, there's going to be a, a, a flip got to be prepared for when this thing flips so be careful thank you guys for listening to the everyday sniper this is mike from mile high shooting and frank from sniper's high you guys have a good week and we'll talk to you soon alice we love it man <laughs> <laughs>